0: you're good over there. There are two copies. Uh, if you're on Zoom, it's number 18. Malcolm number 18 in the link we sent. And we are going to see the Elia rabbit today as part of our introduction to Devera and Barak. We saw the first few Pesukim last week. And every single line, as is always in this Eliyar Rabba, is fascinating, and we're just going to touch the surface of it, just to try to get some bearing and figure out, well, Devere is a tzaddikis, is a shafetes, is an aviyah. The million-dollar question is, who was Baruch, And... They're married Barak is going to be the Commander-in-Chief that will lead them into battle Successfully Obviously a person of many is And Devarah is Introduced to us as Ashes Lapidus So that sounds like a good Yiddish name, Lapidus We probably know many of them I know a few of them Uh, Lapid is a flame so there are many different mecheras to this particular word in terms of its application over here. So let's see. On page one of the Rabba. You have the Elie Rabba from last week, actually. I don't even know if that was number 18. The new one is going to be the Pelleyes because I had to copy a different version because the one we have, the old one, has uh, Girsa issues. So you have a new Pelleyes and a Gemara that he quotes. Uh, the version from last week, if I don't know, all of you are muted, if you have the uh, power and ability to put on the uh, Zoom which number it was. Anybody here remember from last week? Uh, the Eliei Rabbah. Just look from last week. It was the only other Makar we had for the Navi in the past couple of weeks. So, Devira Ashes, <laughs> Ishen Aviyah Eshes Lapidas Hi Shavteth Yisrael Beisahim. shal Shel Mativa means... What do we know? What can we say about her in terms of schusim? Uh, and obviously, the question begs itself, as we mentioned last week, it's extremely unusual to have Narsim Titkanius as the Shaiftim. There's Xeris Akasav, Melev Lamaka, due to Sneas, and other things, Xeris Akasav. And this seems to and break all these rules, then we have a concept of a haroah shah, which is what is going on over here. The Elie itself asks, as in, you guys think I always rigged this. Uh, <laughs> this is, happens to be Parshish Pinchas. Pinchas ben alozer ben Aaron HaKain. Ha'ya b'yam ma'heim. Pinchas was Biyam ma'heim, Biyamim the decade before, the decade before that, the decade after this. Pinchas lived, Baruch Hashem, for a long, long time. Hindi Neselens, Bisi Shalom, means a lot of things, and longevity is one of them. So this is a question which we can, and we do ask over here. If you think about it, it's really a question you can ask for the shefet before, and for the shefet before that. Pinchas, you would think, would be the ranking navi, which he was, tzaddik, which he was, leader, which he was, man of action, that gets things done when it has to, even though it's not too popular. We're going to see all of that in the parish. We saw it at the uh, last part of last week's parasha. Why? Who's r- no, this? Is the he had a with Eliyahu navi? You're pointing out. <laughs> You're pointing out that uh, that's suddenly a good kasha for Elio, and he's feeding the kasha. Well, it's interesting. Depends if you hold Pichesu Elio, but they're certainly well represented. I think the immediate answer that comes to my mind, there are probably many layers of answers. I think the immediate answer is that there's another din that suddenly l'chatechila, the kohuna should not have the Maluka. That's certainly true. The Chashmanayim uh, Matsu was quite complicated. And the famous Ramban and Parshish Vayechi that Ramban is not criticizing necessarily the original Ishtadlis they did and he says that they saved Kalei Yisrael only here because of them and they ensured that Torah and Aveda continue and I'd like to say in the Ramban, but it's very hard to say this in the Ramban, that he's only criticizing the future Darius Khashmanam, who, unfortunately, many of them became tziddukim. And Then they were punished because they certainly have no right to be leaders if they're supposed to be Kainim doing the and firm, and they weren't even that firm. The problem is the Ramban's lushan if you look there in Vayechi, he says, Haladet Tzadikim, Hasidian. Sounds like he's talking about the original. My answer to that, if you remember from a Hanukkah or two ago, is that he's bearding, even though the original ones were Tsadikim Haside Alian and they should have had the Schusovus to pass on that Syatashmaya to their grandchildren and great grandchildren, they were all wiped out and punished. And he says, because they took the malucha. But who took the malucha? It says, darkly, I don't think the original Hashmanim took the malucha. I think they're very careful not to. And they were just, a, somebody's got to do the job. And they did the job. They did it extremely well. And they saved clay Yisrael. L'maysa, after it was possible, and they secured it which took many, many years, and many, many battles, they should have passed it on from somebody in Yehuda, like somebody from Malchus Beis David, like a ben Achaben. And the later generation didn't do that, and the Ramban says that's the why they were punished, even though it's not a less seseh. They violated the tzavah of Yaakovinu, but you see how much Kedusha the tzavah has. <laughs> uh, and they got punished. But there is such a tzavah, and the tzavah according to Ramban is a mandate who should be ruling Klei Yisrael, and it's not the Kanyanim. So I don't think that it's a mistake, certainly not a coincidence, that Pinchas is not there. No, so then what's the Elia Nabi, Elia, Elia Rabba's Elia, also, Elia Rabba's Kasha? The answer is if you're down to nobody being able to fill the void and you have a lady who is a tzedekist and a neviah but we're talking about being shefet this Israel. this is already a uh, a din in Shulchanach, Melvela Malka on a din in Dayanus, Tesis has the Kasha lady can't be an aide and an aide has to be somebody who, if you can't be an aide, you're not in the running to be a daiyan. Aid is not a so dayan? but you have to be, have the qualifications of an aide to be in the running. And she's puzzled. Aide this puzzle laid so how does this work? So one malach is, it was a Rosh and Taka doesn't work. The other malach is, she wasn't dining the cases, she was just the official, unofficial president of the uh, Sanhedrin, but they had the Rosh Hashanah running it. Either way, for the reins of leadership, Pinchas does not want to officially take the job, because this is a problem with Kainim taking the job, and we don't want to do that. So, that's going to be the answer. The Eliyahu Rabbah is bringing out, Pinchas was theirs, so instead of coming out to this Arashah, to come out to Arashah, the Kainim. We did that by the Chashmanayim, and if my reading of the Ramban is correct, that wasn't possible, that wasn't incorrect at in the beginning, because everybody understands the Chashmanayim stepped in and saved Kalei, So That's what's bothering the Eliyahu Rabba, or possibly Eliyahu Wanovi. That would be this sheet to held, it was or not that would be very interesting uh so a very very unique point yes Since when is the shape that, uh, and we so to be born after, and you know good good, the, good the, question so he could have just taken uh, whatever had to be done right ah uh, not necessarily because in this week's parsha <laughs> Uh, Kain's job is to be busy with the Aveda, And he did everything a leader is supposed to do in this week's parasha. Get up, stop the Magaifa, stop the violence, uh, put people in their place, and do what you have to do. And he did all that. Yeah. He wasn't yet a Kain officially. That needs heads. But also, that's not incorrect, but he was from the family that usually would hope to be able to stay in the in the Mishkan and not get involved. He was looking to get involved. He was not a Kanai. A real Kanai is a person is a peace loving man who only becomes a Kanai when nobody else is doing the job and nobody's doing the job. He went and asked Moshe Rabenu, "Didn't you teach us alachem shisinai, Ramis has and pogeboy Moshe Rabenu said, "Yes, and he who remembers the din should carry it out." What that means the whole different moves, but it's only Sunday. Yeah, Mishan is we have six days to figure out the parasha and then some. But Lemaisi got involved, so why didn't he get involved over here? So he held that the quantum one sheet in Sanhedrin was running, and the head of Russia, Sanhedrin. She was a person people looked up to, and she was an ambious role, and she gave good advice, and she was in a via and no. So everything's working fine. But that's a Kiddush. And the same Chiddush that said she could do it at whatever levels. To answer your question, did a sheyvet have a din of a melech? There's a big machoikis on the parameters of a sheyvet. Everybody's maskemi doesn't have a full din melech. And everybody's maskim there were din e melucha. Uh, din e in terms of leadership. And the din of melech, if you look at the Ramam and it's not just a din of melech, it's a din in any position of leadership. And nothing, that's not a bagam, it's not her role, that's not a begam in her abilities. A, a Gare can't be a, a melach either, it's not a begam in his possibilities and his uh, qualifications. Just think Shmuel wasn't, he was a lady though. What? He was a lady, he wasn't right. a kayan. But she was a lady else? Who? It wasn't No, no, you'll see, they're not, they're not kayamelevian, but it's, she's a lady. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm just making the Demyon that Kayinem are not supposed to have this role. Women are not supposed to have this role. There the rules and regulations of Melah, malka and all the exodus. It's not just din and a So Even if a they doesn't have a full dinmelah, they have a partial dinmelah leadership. It was all ad hoc, and the Them were looking for the job, as we said many times, and they only came in when the job was needed, but usually they kept that position of leadership as she will for quite a long reign, so to speak. And everybody's okay with it because the Navi is more than okay with it. We give her the credit for all that she did for Clay to then, them, but it's still a chidish, and that's why he's asking. So, what was unique about Dvera and and Baruch? That's the question on the table. Yes? <coughs> always. Always there was the Naviim around. So, I'm the after the pen, so the pen yes, but Pinchas is the best example because if you want to discuss leadership in terms of qualifications on who is the best person to fill the job, it's a combination of sitkus, Navias helps, you don't have to be a Navi, Experience, 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 nice. and clout. No, you put all that together. There's only one name that pops out of the computer. <laughs> but certainly, uh, one of the other people would have been better choice in the vote. But... Yeah, I'm just pointing out the pinchas you can ask by ayud. You can ask by Osniel Ben Kanaz. And Asnil Ben Kanaz, every initial leader is the Godel of dirt at the same time. He had Yichu. He's been Sheva Yehuda. But still, pinchas was here. The answer is they weren't looking to give it to Kayan, and he wasn't looking for the job. But here we have nobody else. That's why it's asking it. Are you asking besides Pinchas? A Navi is not the only qualification. Don't forget, it's a team. It's going to be Devera and Barak. She's not leading them into battle, coming down, charging for the mountain. If, if there was nobody else, we would be over, as we saw when we discussed the low Obush with the bearing arms and the guns. Ramayosh Shuva, kind of lady... Uh, keep a pistol and carry one in the West Bank if she is dangerous, the answer is a constant So to say Clay will we'll do anything. But that's not gonna be necessary. Her husband's gonna do that job. So it's gonna be a team, yes. I was just gonna uh, look for a historical precedent, Moshe. The Moshe should have been both the Mani the Klyshaw and the Kron. Uh have uh, a Havamina based on the Rashi with uh, the fact that he lost it because he argued too long due to his anivas, yes. Right, but, but there could have been that uh, convergence of power. We're not against it per se. If you want to give up shot, that's G'zeus If you want to give up shot in, can't call it G'zeus it's not a Pussy after Mount and Tarif. If you want to give up shot in Birchaz Yaakov, why he felt give it to Yehuda, lo yos Hashem Yehuda, and then the Sheva Levi, and never the twain shall meet, is because it's very healthy to be able to focus just on the avodah and have somebody else focus on running the government. The person running the government should be a huge Tamachacham, and the people who are doing the Avidah should be caring about what's going on in Klai Yisrael as well, which they did, both in time. Pinchas? Pinchas saved Klai Yisrael in the sixth parasha. There was a, a geifa really getting out of hand. And the Chashmonim will save Klai Yisrael, and there are many Kainim who did that over the generation. They shirked their responsibility. Shevet Levi, as a Shevet did that from the get-go in Mitzrayim, in the Midbar, time and time again, Chet Egel and everything else. So they filled that role. But the ultimate role is supposed to be to So you'll say, it's a to every Shefet. True, we're not in the period of the Malachim yet. But I'm giving a sefar why, indeed, if you're asking by Pinchas, you can ask the Kasha Pinchas vis-a-vis any other Shefet. And uh, he's always here, and we hear about him, and he's giving Musr, don't forget, the rallies, that we're having, I say that in a positive sense, and the Asifas, I should call it, uh, are being addressed often by Pinchas, being the uh, senior member of the uh, Navur, um I want to call it a club, that's uh, not a good, uh, not be enough as a title, but he's a senior member of the leadership, no matter how you're going to slice it, and the Elie Rabba just saying that he was here, and despite the fact that he would have been a pick if there's no man to do it, Devira is given the job. So this is the answer the Ali Arabic gives. This is very, very energizing and very inclusive, which is not a chiddish to us. The beauty of Yiddishkeit is that every Avedah that everybody gets is, first of all, unique to their particular set of um, circumstances, what the Elio... Uh, Rabbi Elio Dessler, the Mechta Elio, speaking of Elio and and the namesakes. So he has this theme a lot. He says that Mazel is Lush and and what gives you your set of circumstances and tools and character traits and talents is what is going to define your Aveda, besides the same Aveda you have that everybody has in class, so to learn every minute that you can, and to do all the mitzvahs, and to work in your midas. And after that, everybody has something personal as well, based on their sheresh and the Shama. So, this answer is extremely important and powerful, and when I say energizing, it's very encouraging. People feel, mi'ani, mani they have um, humility in the wrong place. Uh, and you'll see what I mean. Let's read it, and then I'll explain it. May ani, alay, ben yisrael, ben in life, it doesn't make a difference. Ayid, agoi, ben ish, ben isha, ben ev, ben shivcha, kol lefi, top line, the flip side of the page, page two, hakol lefi hameisa shehu which means there are no caste systems. As I said, the beauty of Yiddishkeit, this was pretty rare before even any semblance of democracy, it 's uh, July fourth weekend Abduldullah Abdullah. so democracy has given us uh, many difficult things and many things that are challenging and almost debilitating in terms of getting things done. However, the might of democracy is at least people feel that they are given a chance to develop themselves and succeed and it 's not this uh, ruthless dictator who's just telling us standing on the whip and say just Go in the field and uh, cultivate the wheat and give it to the government and we'll run a communist country and everybody's going to be equal even though they're not. So strict communism, socialism is certainly not the terrorist way and either strict capitalism as we have mentioned many times that it needs as the years, as the months and years go on, this um, very dangerous tkufa, this needs to be emphasized and clarified. We have to have that very, very clear. And here, the Eliyar Abba is focusing on the fact that we don't have a caste system that you can't break into. Torah is here for everyone. Avodah is here for everyone. And the schar is, according to your effort, Lepum Tzara Agra. And you're Amelus and you're Mesiris Nefesh. And the fact that you might not be a Kain, you might not be a Levi. We have very fine Kayin Malavim sitting here. And we uh, tip our hats to uh, the fact that uh, they have uh, yichus, that their great-great-grandparents did something great, and they have a to do the La lamaisa anybody from any other shevet has their aveda cut out for them, and they could uh, succeed as much, if not more, than anyone else. And that is extremely important. And the, the rabbi says, the kasha is, why is the vera and barak? Uh, why they chosen and why they're leading Kleisol It's a very unusual combination of circumstances, yes. But you shouldn't be that shocked because if anybody succeeds, Yid or Akron, Isha, Isha, if they succeed and they push themselves and they grow, then they will eat the fruits of their labor. And that means the everything is wide open and that's important to... Um, singing from the rooftops because the outside world will think that uh, we are uh, discriminating against whoever it might be that they're complaining with discriminating about, male, female, uh, Yisraelim, Shevet Naftali, Shevet Usher, uh, other people included in this list is Akum. Akum usually means Evek Chavim doesn't mean that if they're Ever from the Gimel of and that's a big problem. It means a guy. It means that they are Zion so let them keep Zion My uh, son-in-law was just telling me, Yitzhi, he, he was telling me the, the table that uh, he was once on a flight from Texas. I said, uh, you must be in the family a long time. This almost sounds like one of my stories. Uh, so he was once on a flight in Texas. He was getting on the plane, and the fellow at the gate, he wasn't even getting in the plane, he stops him and he says, uh, are you an Orthodox Jew? You can tell you're in Texas at some small airport because what kind of funny Shiloh is that? He has a yarmulke, he has a hat, he has sits out. So he said, yes, I'm old Dr. Jew." He says, uh, you have a minute right before you board, I have a question for you. So he said, uh, what can I help you with? So he said, do you still practice the Jubilee? That's a very loaded question. It's a whole and <laughs> Gittin. He's got about 10 seconds to board the plane. As a whole of people that we practice the Jubilee. So you've got to be very careful when you answer that question on a number of fronts. Firstly, you can't teach Tyra to Gullion. That's problem number one. And problem number two is, well, maybe that's problem number one. You've got to know the answer. <laughs> That's uh, So, again, getting, getting. <laughs> uh, it's always good to know the answer when you're answering a question, just in general in life. Uh, you got to know the answer, and then you got to do it in a way where you're trying to be polite and still not teaching Torah, but teaching Torah to game there, some are to say, if it's on a very simple level, you're just answering a question brief way without going into machayis, so there's a way to do it. And then you also have to know, the person is asking, is there an agenda over here, which often there is. Uh, as you know from my stories on the former... Um, TWA flights, ala shalom Anybody remember TWA? Used to be an airline. Uh, Unfortunately, there might be other names that go into the dustbin of history from this Tufa, so you better remember who they are for the future stories. But uh, I had a guy sitting next to me and he told me he's from Utah. That's a big, big red flag. So I had to verify which city he's from. So I asked him which city he's from. And he said Salt Lake City, wrong answer. Um, so I said, "Well, I was trying to figure out if he's a missionary type, uh, belonging to some famous group in that general area." And when he realized what I was getting at, he was almost insulted. He said, "No, no, 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 no. We don't do that. And I'm just—we uh, just learned the Bible." And he, he gave me a whole uh, whole terrace why he wasn't trying to missionize anybody. I wasn't convinced because most of them are. But th- you got to be careful before you answer the question. That's the third thing you got—a third category you got to check off. So. Uh, what is the answer, by the way? Do we celebrate the ju- the uh, Jubilee? So we don't want to give an answer because it's hard to explain to him that we don't because if you just say that straight out, then he thinks, well, I don't understand. I'm a Bible-carrying Akum, or guy, or proud American, and I finally meet an Orthodox Jew, and they're supposed to be keeping everything. He tells me he doesn't keep the Jubilee, because the Jubilee's a fairish apostolic. So just to say no is not so apostolic either. So. Well, it's complicated, yeah. He's got 10 seconds trying to board the plane, holding up the whole line. So the first thing, which is what he did, the first thing is, while you're thinking about it, is to go on the offensive and find out where this is coming from. So he said, "Um, well, I'll I'll explain to you, but why do you ask? So he said, well, I belong to whatever he said it was, and we keep the verses. He says, I broke away from my... My church, he says, and they think I'm a uh, Sherman or something like that. He said that in English, um, because I hold that's idolatry. And we just keep the Bible. And I see somebody who keeps the Bible. I like to know, uh, you know, what's going on. So he keeps only the Bible. So he's a saduki version of a guy, which is interesting if you think about it. <laughs> just keeping the Bible without talking about peh is not going to get you very far. It's going to get you in serious trouble, as a matter of fact. So. Um, he said, and I, I told him, I said, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing in a situation like this. So he said, well, uh, before I answer the question, he didn't plan answer answering. He hoped they would board and call the third time. Can Mr. Simmons please get on the flight? Uh, he said, well, you really only have to keep seven mitzvahs. So he said, seven mitzvahs? I never heard of that. Here's a guy who's trying to do the right thing. And he says, looking in the Bible, and he's all excited to see somebody who keeps the Bible. He never heard of the Zion Mitzvahs. The reason he never heard of the Zion is because, unfortunately, he's a stuki, or a version of a guy. And they just read the Psukkim. They don't have the Masaira. they got to look back in night. That's, that's a Kiddush already. Wait a minute, kids. Zion mitzvah. Look in says It doesn't say night. Okay, here it goes. Vahir Hashem. One, two, three, four, five. You've got to learn the Gemara Sahedrin. And you got to figure out from the Psukkim which one of the seven. So he never heard that there were seven Mitzvahs he has to keep. So he was told, so he keeps saying. Getting back to the jubilee, <laughs> uh, exactly. But apparently, this small town, in Texas, where he's from, um, it, they did get there. So, can you imagine? So he's trying to tell him, "You really don't worry about the evil. Just keep." the Zion Mitzvahs, but this guy never heard of the Zion Mitzvahs. So he kept asking, well, do you keep the Jubilee? So just for our purposes, he's sort of like, I think they called the boarding for the third time. He was able to get on the plane. The guy wasn't on the flight. I didn't have such loch such on TWA. The guy was on the flight 2 all with me for 10 hours. And we stopped in Charles de Gaulle Airport, and I tried to lose him, which I didn't succeed in doing. And when we reboarded, I, I didn't see him anywhere. I said, boy, that was a good three-hour break. And then as I'm boarding, I hear uh, in a Salt Lake City drawls. Oh, Rabbi, I thought I lost you. I <laughs> said, I thought I lost you too, but no such luck. Okay, so the next four hours, I came, I was going to Hetzel, I giving shirim. I came totally unprepared. And the guys in North wondered why we had seven hours of shir on Zion that, so, uh- that was the end of that story. So, uh, I was very prepared for that. So, Lamaisa, do we have able just for the record, in case you're in Texas uh, next week? The answer is, in theory, yes. You need Rav Yeshvei which these years, as they take the census in Eitz Yisrael, some say we're there, some say we're almost there, we're coming to maybe 51% in Eitz Yisrael, which might trigger Yevul, which will trigger Shemitah. I beg Shemitah, the right, so that's going to be a big issue, and many other halachas. And the good news is, if this is good news, is that Rav Yeshvei according to Rashi, might be a simple majority, 50.001%. The other Rishayim seem to say that it's a V'vitch Shevet, which we certainly don't have, because the other shvatim are either lost with small representatives here, or not lost, but we think they're lost, and they know they're not lost and they're coming back, but they're not in Yisrael, Pashtas. And the third Sheetah holds it has to be Rovid V'vitch Shevet, and the Shevet has to be Yeshvim Al-Admasam in their Nachala, which they certainly don't have, because we don't know where anybody's supposed to live yet. So two of the three shittas hold we don't have Yevil. So the short answer, somebody says, do we keep jubilee? The answer is, in theory, we would. But there are certain details based on the whole sugya, which I can't teach you because you're not Jewish. So that's basically the very long, so that took us 20 minutes just to explain the guy who's boarding the plane, which didn't have time to do, but he did sort of leave him with, as he's, he said he's walking on with his carry-on, the guy said uh, seven, seven mitzvahs, never heard of it, said there's actually a group in Texas that officially keeps it. So he said, they must have a website, look them up, and that's the last time he saw the guy. So of course, when he goes to Shalim next time, he might find them by the chaisal. <laughs> Having converted, but yeah, it's a Rashiva and he's a Rashiva in Swasamer. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's uh, you do what you can as you're boarding the plane and then that's it. But haladabu, this early Araba is speaking volumes. He said, you we have a Kasha that she's a Shafetis. We have equal opportunity. Even though the Allah says that if all things are equal, it's malachulam malka. But if we need somebody to do the job and this is the person who's in the highest matra who's able to do the job now, then they get the job, which is quite fascinating and shouldn't be quoted out of context. That doesn't mean we open up the job to people who are looking for the job and it's against the din. It means that as a harashah, the kasha was, you're making an harash anyway, so pick, pick a kayin. The answer is Pinchas had tremendous schar and he's still going to be running Kalei's role for many years to come, and if it's Elio, another many, many years to come. Lamaisa right now, Devera, where she was holding, was the one most eminently fit to hold this position, which is still a Chiddush. Let's see what the tzchus was. The next Chiddush, Gabi B'Chiddush. So we're going to think what uh, tremendous, tremendous tzchus we can possibly have over here. So, according to the ability, top line of page 2. ruach, kach, amru, ba'la, Devera, This gets more mysterious as you go along. That's why, instead of just quoting from this Hilya Rabbi, which everybody does on this parsha of Devera, you just have to see it inside, and we'll refer to it as we go along. So she's married. Who made the Shidduch? I don't know. But he was obviously a big tzaddik of Ladis Chusim, and he's gonna be the hero who is leading Klayis on the battle. Lamaisa, he was an Amaretz. What does Amaretz mean over here? Amaretz can mean many things and many gradations call him a relative Amaretz, I guess you would think Dver and Avi has got to be married to the God of So, he didn't really know how to learn that well at this point in time. It probably got better because the fact that you didn't get a chance to learn for whatever reason uh, doesn't mean you could stop, it doesn't mean you're putter from starting. But Amaretz could mean many different Madrigas, are uh, relative Amaretz, and if you would pick who you think who would Dver be married to, you would think uh, maybe Pinchas Berlazer, or Somebody's like, that's not... He was a relative of Amaretz, and she wanted to get started and give him schusim and get him into his Ruchnias more. Yes? We don't know if, if she was or, Correct. Or if, 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 Everybody's growing, 100%. We don't, know, we don't know when this was... And that's why I'm qualifying... Amaretz, this is giving us a background to Burke. This could mean they got married, he was 17, she was 15, and at that point he was in Amaretz, and we don't know why it could be. A, his father was Nifter, and he was out to work at the age of 13, which was not uncommon. Mishra Magamla dealt with this. He said, whoever had a father, to remember, did it. Whoever didn't was out supporting the family, and they didn't get to learn as much as they wanted. There could be many reasons for this. So, and we don't know how long it lasted. We know at the beginning, Beginning of the process, she wanted to have him focused and tuned in to Ruchrius and doing something for Clius on his level, and then he'll grow from there. He certainly grew, but he ended up being the commander in chief and led them into battle. Then he's Laz chusim and he remained humble. We have a lot of milas about Baruch later on. The lesson over here is going to be very powerful. I have a project, lighting is always a big thing. We are familiar. From the Navi which many of you were here for a mere ten years ago. Avner ben Nair was the same thing. The Nair comes the fact it was a tremendous chus. We still talk about it in the Mishaber Somebody is giving Neir Lamar. We, we auctioned that off on uh, Simchas Torah. That's a big thing because today we don't look at it big deal, we have electricity, have electricity, have electricity, until it goes out, it's not a big deal. Then it was a constant problem, a very expensive proposition, and something you had to actually sweat to be able to put in place. You had to make an air, you had to make wicks, you had to, it was a big avoidance. So, it's hard for us, modern Americans, to understand the godless of it. But you understand, if you're walking in Muncie through a path, I tell Danny Abigzer all the time Tommy me mention it. Every time, he just elongated our path in the light system by about 40%. And you enjoy it, I enjoy it. Anybody who's walking through, third of the people coming here, that's a big thing. You can trip on something if it's not well lighted, and he just extended it. That's a big thing, and you do it on the way to Shul. He's going to do it on the way to the Michigan. For the masses who are coming, uh, that's huge. And that's gonna be a tremendous chus. And she thinks of this and designs it and gets them into it. They both work on it. And this uh, R is gonna be not just a physical R, but it's gonna give them this chus to get started in their journey of their ruchnias. And we don't want to do this too quickly. We will continue with this next piece. I want to go to the Pelayets, which also I, I have here a copy of the Pelayets. If you look at the copies, that I gave you. The reason I made a copy from a more modern version is the one we have, as we know from previous years, is riddled with uh, syntax issues. Uh, so this one, really, there are a few words here that just don't belong. So I figured I'd just bring you a copy, right? That's the Gemara on one side, and the Peliates on the other side. We started this yesterday in the original form, and Peliyeitz, uh, Bar Hashem, ways of a chance to do it be in, because we only have about eight minutes every time we start it. So, we're talking about Masa Matan, to do a job and to do it honestly, and the Aveda that that entails. As we discussed yesterday and the week before, there's a list of questions that we have, Achameh Vesram. The entire videotape of everything that happened during your lifetime Except for the things that you did tshuva for and erased The things that you did tshuva ma'ava for And it was replaced with mitzvahs you never knew you did And then Lashon Hara, people spoke about you And the mitzvahs you never knew you did That somebody else might be giving you That's a long list Uh, Besides that, you have three or four main questions, and the question number one and number two, is in the order is, did you learn as much as you can? In your circumstance, did you do business honestly? And some say you have to first discuss the honest business because if you were at the office not doing it honestly, you had no right to be at the office, and therefore it's pithul tera. So to ascertain how much time you have to learn, you have to ask the first question, which is an amazing uh, shot to answer the steve. It's says either number one or number two. Here he listed as number one. It's very hard to find people who are focused on this because it's a big new sign. Brahmam Taina shall have all sorts of ridiculous Tainas on why they're cutting corners in their honesty. And what's their Taina? You've perhaps heard this before, either from somebody else or from a voice inside your head. That's called Yei So if you ever hear this Taina, know that it's not a Chazar of the Pele it's a Sheer, it's Yei gotta know who's talking. Sometimes people will pat themselves on the back, and say, this is great, I'm Amish, think of the sheer while I'm at work. But you gotta remember that he doesn't like this Taina, and neither does anybody else. It's very schwer to make a living. A righteous list, nai beyeshev and a person who wants to really do the job right, lo He won't be able to eat. If I do everything honestly, i 'll never be able to get ahead. I won't have bread. and therefore people amar ahetter lasus avlo daber per our yesterday before the pellayits. They'll go and they'll compete and they'll talk Lashnar about their competitors, merchandise and about their competitors overcharge. lahasig roz On top of all this, which it becomes if you're not doing honest day's work, and and then they'll cut corners because they'll say no in the middle of the day, and uh, so they have a minion downstairs, they have a minion in the next office in the conference room, they have a minion in the tent. They cut zila betzibur, and then sometimes they miss. Shkia, and mincha Bezman, the Chil Shabbos, the G'dayma, and it gets to all sorts of things. As we mentioned last week, Chil Shabbos in America was a tremendous, tremendous Nisayan for 50, 60 years. And we can't be Masig, of course we can't be Masig, because we have Shabbos off, Baruch Hashem, we have what they call Sunday off, we have holiday weekends, like July 4th, Ukehena Rabba, and they're pushing to work less and less, and um, now... We might come to a time where if you give this Marshall that why don't you dive in the Ciber? they're diving in the conference room. They might say, what's a conference room? <laughs> well, that sounds ridiculous, but not <laughs> sounding so ridiculous. What's a conference room? That's the thing, you know, in the office building. What's an office building? <laughs> so, uh, we hope not. We hope not just for the lot of you who own real estate office buildings. That's one problem. And number two, uh, speaking to a... Uh, CEO of a company, and uh, he said, yeah, we're getting everybody back into the office. We're not mandating it because we want to make people feel comfortable, and it's a publicly traded company, and we get all that. I said, why do you want them back? Because I hear different reports depends on the industry. And some of them say, no, no, they're, they're producing fine at home. Uh, he said, no, they're not, and they need Chevershaf, which is why we come to Shul and Davin, Le Havdel, and learn together, and Chevershaf is very important. And there's something to be said for that, and there are a lot of distractions at home. So, Tfilah is the union of coming to a Makam Kaddish, being in a Makam Kaddish, as helig as your grass is. It's not as helig as the building. And I would point out, by the way, we've been speaking about this the last few weeks a lot. I'm not sure why. And uh, the very beginning to the Daven and the Shul. If a Shul is also a measure, which this is, and most Shuls are today, they don't split them up anymore. Well, they haven't split them up, but uh, we learn here also. We have shir here also, and that makes it uh, base Medjush, and that has even extra Kedusha. So, Tzile B'tzibar has the Milo of the Tzile B'tzibar, and the Mochum with the Tzibur should be meeting. If that's in a conference room, and they could dedicate the conference room to be a shul, which some offices do, that's exponentially powerful. The Chil Shabbos is, Bar Hashem, not in Isayin today, because uh, Hashem designed it that they should pass laws, and they now have Blue laws in certain states still on a Sunday, and uh, La they gave Saturday off as well. Talking about, talk about working on Shabbos is still the Nisayin, even though you should know the Nisayin is so entrenched. If you ask people why you're doing it, ask them a simple question: the last twenty times you said it's Shabbos gerech, and then you went on to talk about the business, uh, did you make any deals? Probably not. It's just banter. It's just like they're used to it. So that's what we talk about. We talk about real estate, we talk about the. So it usually starts where they say they heard a hetter, you can talk about real estate in Tokyo, which is true, if you're not invested in Tokyo. But the problem is, it takes about three seconds to get from real estate to Tokyo, to real estate in New York, and it always ends up in a bad place. So it's not a great hetter to use, and it really doesn't have any purpose, because uh, La if, should be coming near making deals, and uh, that's really a problem, and uh, technically if you assess something, you'll say that's more of a we never make any deals anyway, so obviously it's just inconsequential, but it's not really mutter to even try, so yes, that's still in his but you have to appreciate, just for to give, shevach, in your moidim, just appreciate the matzav we have, we take for granted, of course they gave us off on Chavez. it's a free country, it's an ace, and it wasn't like that a number of decades ago, why they chose Shabbos? Why they pick Saturday? I don't even know. Was it for the Jews? We're not such a. Why, why did they pick? Uh, why did they pick Monday? The answer is Saturday. The guys in Texas know uh, we have Jubilee, we have Saturday. I don't. know. <laughs> it was an ace, but we take the ace it, Of course, Shabbos is off. That wasn't so pushing. and getting out for Shabbos on time also wasn't so pushing. Certain industries still not Pushing. so we have to appreciate that that we don't have one less Nisayim because many people weren't handling it well and they were good people. The a yes? If a person is fired from every job and he's going hunger, right? If he's fired from every job and he's dying of hunger, there'd be a heter to maybe, maybe start doing the Rabbanans. Uh, maybe when it comes to uh, Yahar HaVayab the Gimel HaVayot there are also and even Avazray of any of those but Shabbos is not the Gimel HaVayot and it wasn't the Shash Hashmat against the Yid necessarily so there, there is what to discuss and that's where the Mareh was we're going to starve Lamaiso anybody we know grandparents who kept Shabbos they were very poor very difficult nobody starved nobody yes well no it could be after they gave birth to your grandmother uh, but nobody starved. It was very bad, but nobody starved. So that's just the Matthias. We'll just read this line and explain it hopefully next Shabbos and Sunday. The very famous Gemara, which I copied here, because you've got to see this Gemara inside. It's a shtickle but it's a Gemara. And the Gemara talks about what was all created with the name Ka, a Yud and a He. And the Gemara says, one was for Elam HaZeh, one was for Elam HaBa. The Gemara figures out which one's Elam and the Yud was for Elam And the Gemara says, ma nivra Elam HaBa b'Yud, Shabai muatin Yud, small letter, and there are very few people who get to the highest echelons of Elam so HaKa Yisrael Yisrael but very people get to the best seats because these Denisianists are difficult, but well worth it. I mean it's a sham will pick up on that next week as long as. I-